Flashbacks. <laughs> it's because it's like an ever so slight delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> that was good, yeah. All right, fuck like it. Let's try, let's try a clap as well, just in case. All, All right, right, yeah. Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> All three were at the time. <laughs> oh my god, that I was impressive. That's, yeah, that's, that seems perfect. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. Hello and welcome to Voice for TV. I just said that. I'm Andy. And I'm Luke. And this is a podcast. Uh, where we sit down and we have a little conversation and we try and teach each other some things. Yes, yes we do. We usually fail. This time we've got two guests. Two guests? Two guests. Oh Andy, you're spoiling me. I know, right? They have a podcast of their own. What's the podcast called? It is called Literal Literature. Literal Literature? Literal Literature. Literal Literature. Indeed. We have Howard and Sam. Hello, boys. Hi. Hello, Hello That there. was fun. That was, a, that was a little fun intro. Very but, nice. Tell, if anyone didn't get that, very about, nice. Tell us a bit about Literal Literature. Oh, go on, Howard. Okay, go good. Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, Literal Literature is a podcast that uh, we started where basically we take the titles of well-known pieces of literature and then based solely on that title, we uh, we make a sort of shit pun on the title and then make a play about it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's as simple and as vapid as it sounds, but it's really it's, good fun. Oh, so do not funny. do yourselves a disservice. <laughs> so, so funny. I was going to say, we're, we're here to sort of like, you know, try to spread the word about it. How Never it listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so just we're leave to boost now. Oh, no, 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 we're trying to boost our yeah. listenership. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting nothing from this, which is the funny thing. We really appreciate you guys being yeah, here. It's good fun. Yeah, we, it we is enjoy it. Yeah, it's, um, so fun. It's, it's one of the few podcasts that I listen to at work when I drive oh. around, and it literally oh. makes me piss myself while driving. It's hilarious. It is really, oh, really It's oh, far more creative Thanks. Uh, than anything we've attempted on this podcast yeah. by a stretch. Yeah. Way, way better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so not having no, that. Are you ready to learn that. something? Absolutely. I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Well, it's, I hope it's, it's as Luke good. First. It, I'm, I'm new on. to this being on another podcast thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to crack Sorry. on, mate? Sure. Uh, why not? Let's. Uh, the first topic that we've uh, lined up for your listening pleasure is history. A little section on history, and I've That's taken a very big topic. Yeah, it, it's literally everything that has ever happened. <laughs> and I had to narrow it down to a specific point in time, or a specific event, or a specific person. And I've taken a little bit of inspiration from your very first episode on literal literature. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, which, for listeners of that podcast, might know was Moby Dick. Certainly, certainly <laughs> was. Yeah, the classic story of a hipster recording artist being a bit of a dick. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, that's that's how I remember. Absolutely, and that's the only version that anybody knows, and yeah. the only version that anybody should know. Yeah, yeah. There is, there's no other version of that. 
Right. Well, that's uh, that's the fun bit over for this section because we're actually discussing the history of the whaling industry in the Americas. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Lovely oh, stuff. God. Oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of all downhill from here because it's it's not fun. <laughs> I forgot what podcast I was on while I was researching. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Uh, so we're just going to blast through some um, some little factoids about the industry. People have been hunting whales for over four thousand years. Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The um, the Norwegians were among the first, but the Japanese might have been hunting whales even earlier than that, four thousand years ago. But why would you bother hunting a whale? It's a big. Massive animals, really, really dangerous to go out into the sea mm. and do it. But I mean, actually, I assume they're fucking delicious. <laughs> they must be. That's what I've always wondered. Like, if they, if it, like the, yeah, they're so keen. Yeah. All these different <clears throat> countries to get whales. I'm assuming it must be. You can get just be really, the, really tasty. You can get a the lot sweetest meat of the sea. You can get a lot um, of chewing well, gum from one whale as well. <laughs> <laughs> just the underside, just yeah. fish popping the gum out and popping it under a whale. Oh. Absolutely. Well, there are cultures yeah. like the Inuit culture which would hunt whales, and they would use every single bit of the whale and largely for mm-hmm. food because you can't grow a lot in like the most northern parts of the world. It's not great Tricky. for agriculture, so hunting was how they survived. But during the massive boom of the industry in the in the colonies, in the American colonies, um, which started in the 16th century and really had its heyday in the 1800s, meat wasn't really the reason right. like at all. A lot of the whale was wasted. It was mostly for whale oil. Okay. Oh. Whale oh. oil. Whale oil, oh. uh, which was used to sort of light lamps as well as in the production of soaps and textiles and that leather paints and varnishes and it was also used to lubricate a lot of machinery um <laughs> thank god you said machinery yeah. <laughs> my head went places of course it did i work with that's, a child that's a lot of lube i mean when it was the was, industrial when, revolution so you that... needed a lot of lube yeah there's a lot know, of machinery I know what that thought process was is that when like sailors are out at sea see a massive ginormous whale and go i could probably set fire to that <laughs> <laughs> Probably going to light some lamps. Yeah, there's a lot of lamps. There's also the baleen, um, which is the uh, the sort of the the material inside the whale's mouth that sort of acts as a filter that was used to make um, hoop skirts and mm. in corsets. You must have heard the term a whalebone corset. Yeah, I have indeed. Yes, it was. Yes. It was the baleen from inside the whale's mouth that was used in the manufacturing of that. And there was a substance called ambergris, uh, yes. which is a ambergris. byproduct of the irrigation in a sperm whale's bowel and it was used in the production of perfume and it's it really, it's really expensive That's I think one isn't of it? the most expensive yeah. things isn't it yeah absolutely I mean it was really hard to get it was, yeah it was literally apparently <laughs> worth in gold it sounds hard to get if it's in the bowels of a whale. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to nip down Morrison's for some amigris it's specifically a sperm called. whale and you might not get it in every single sperm whale it just oh. happens to be a byproduct of the, thing the that's luck happening. of the draw! Yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> like a like a white chocolate oh, cream egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a story. There was a story like a few years ago where some of it just washed up on a beach, and someone found it and flogged it for like four hundred grand. Really? Yeah, just I found that. it. Just found it on a beach. Oh, I wonder what this is. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a bit of whale dung. Get it, it valued. <laughs> sell it to a perm. Per- that's insane. Yeah. Bizarre, yeah. ridiculous stuff. I mean, it was a huge industry, and it did make a fuckload of money. Yeah. Um, 
We're in the wrong game, boys. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to fucking Wales. We're doing. Let's so just buy some harpoons and get sailing. <laughs> Fuck these, you know, monologues and stuff. <laughs> the real heyday of the industry was in the United States in the mid 1800s. It did become a multi million dollar industry, which, you know, 200 years ago, multi million dollars, you're talking <laughs> Apple computer levels of uh, money. Um, it was the cornerstone of a lot of towns in the colonies, such as Nantucket and New Bedford. Which, if you've read Moby Dick, you'll know that's where it begins. New mm. Bedford. I haven't. Listen to the podcast. I've heard. Mate. I've heard. I've heard the actual, the real version, but I've not. Yeah, you've not, yeah. you've not read. I've not yeah, read. Yeah, there's this. Yeah, there's this charlatan called Herman Melville who claims yeah. he wrote Moby Dick, but it's just, <laughs> it's just not true. Bastard. Um, I mean, Nan- it comes Nantucket with the indus- Sorry. Sorry. Oh, this is going to be. This is it. difficult to get used to, isn't it? The whole uh, <laughs> "when do you speak" thing. It's really we did the clap. Oh, this should be easy. Oh, that's so true. And my interjection is clap. so meaningless as well. I was just going to say. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Nantucket is obviously famous for a lot of limericks. Start start to a lot of limericks. Thanks. Yes, I, I think I. I'll just close this now, and you can guys talk. <laughs> Howard out. <laughs> but so this was the time of the industrial revolution as well so with that bought a load of new technologies such as gunpowder loaded harpoons and steamships which made the process of hunting whales more efficient and expeditions could go out into the world longer and hunt more and more whales um, <laughs> so we can do it boys by the more 1840s there were about 900 ships that were whaling globally 735 of those were ported in the US God. Okay, That's how much of a monopoly they had over the industry. And by 1850, it was the fifth largest industry in the United States. The fifth largest, gosh. Whaling. Whaling. Yeah. Uh, In 1853 was uh, recorded to be the most profitable year for the industry. Uh, The whaling fleet killed more than 8,000 whales in that year. Uh, to produce oh. 103,000 <laughs> barrels of sperm oil, uh, sperm whale oil, um, <laughs> 260,000 <laughs> barrels of whale oil, and 5.7 million pounds of baleen. Oh my All of goodness. which uh, generated 11 million dollars in sales. 11 million. That doesn't in sound 1853. Like... Oh, okay, that, that, that is a lot then. I'm yeah. going to say it doesn't sound like that much. Is that just one? Did you say, just, is that just one year? Did you say that's just one year? That's mad. God, and you just from the United States whaling fleet. Fuck me! Are there any whales left? I mean, uh, pretty soon after that, kerosene and petroleum and other fossil fuels became uh, more widely available and far more reliable. They were. Yeah. I was, uh, was so going to say, at one point, did they, like, what point did they figure out? Oh, hang on, we can just dig a hole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Around about that Chase time, oil became the behemoths the of the sea. Some scientists believe uh, the industry did keep going, however, for another little while. Some scientists believe that uh, more whales were hunted in the early 1900s than the previous four centuries combined. Hmm. Man. Jesus. It's um, a lot of whale. Yeah. There's <laughs> a whole lot of whale. <laughs> There's a whole lot of whale. A whole lot of whale. In, 19, need a bigger bird. in 1909, there was a blue whale that was caught and processed at a whaling station in the South Atlantic. She was 33.58 metres long. 
Mm. and is the longest whale ever recorded and might be the largest animal that has ever existed on planet Earth. That's incredible. With a lot of lamps. When was that? That was 1909. Oh, mate. Imagine the amount. Not even that long ago. So 1909, the the world was just rejoicing about this massive whale they saw. This massive whale. That and then two years later, the, the Titanic sank, and everyone was <laughs> <laughs> revenge from the sea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Coincidence? Taking the fucking whales. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think that the United States officially outlaws uh, whaling? Oh, this is gonna I'm going to say weird. it's like it's going to be. I reckon it's the 50s, like the 1950s or something. I think it's going to be something a bit out of left field. I'm going to say 1983. Ooh, I'm going to say last year it was 1971 <laughs> oh damn which well bit, I thought that was much more recent than I was expecting um, <laughs> but yeah in the early uh, 1970s the US listed eight whales as endangered purely from people swimming out and sticking in with harpoons great oh. yeah people are fucking just idiots. swimming out there I'm yeah, just going sw- for a swim oh, just, just gonna, I'm just going for a swim going to go for a do swim you, and a do harpoon you need, do you need a harpoon for a swim yep <laughs> <laughs> I've listened so, yeah, to your podcast a huge industry um, with lots of lots of dead whales great lovely responsible for possibly eradicating several species of whale uh, but keeping the US afloat mm. during some it was a huge, huge industry. Oh. I mean, we could just we could just go and hunt the Welsh. That'd be easier. Yeah. Do you think, were there any, somewhere? I'm sure. Yeah. Were there any whalers in Wales? <laughs> do we think? Probably off the coast somewhere. You'd think that would be where where the those the Irish boomed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a really cheery start to the podcast. Isn't yeah, it? yeah uh, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> and, uh, my next subject will pick up. I promise. It was, um, as I said, I forgot what podcast I was on. <laughs> but on paper, we are an educational podcast, so yeah, I thought I'd we actually are, we try. We are technically and... classed oh, as educational. I thought I'd try I, and educate. <laughs> I, I, that's, you, I know so much more about whale genocide than I did at the start of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm so clued up now. <laughs> But I am sad, and I just want to have a lie down. Yeah. <laughs> get some, get some sperm oil. Sperm oil. Great. That's, That's yeah. Let's go back to that. Let's all laugh at sperm. Oil. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, we didn't spend enough time there, really, did we? <laughs> no, that's it. I kind of just focus yeah. on these barrels of sperm oil, and then you just blast. Yeah, I've just got to keep your head facts. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Is that a funny joke? <laughs> Is that, about, is that a little funny joke about sperm going past? No! More whale death! More whale death! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Shall we move on to yeah. the next section before we the next? The next section is 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 your section. Is, is oh. children's literature? Children's literature. Children's literature for two children who do a podcast about literature. <laughs> <laughs> That's Crack fun. on, boys! <laughs> yeah, Sam, why don't you take this uh, rain? All right, all right. So, so from what I've gathered, Howard and I have kind of gone. We've got two little sections to this. Yeah. So mine is sort of like the the fun trivia bit. Uh, so a little unexpected uh, little bits of trivia for you. Excellent. Um, did you know that Roald Dahl's book, The Twits, was triggered by his desire to do something against beards because he had a great dislike for beards? Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. So I, I don't know if I've known anybody to be that pissed off by facial hair to write an entire <laughs> successful children's novel. <laughs> I mean, right. that is that oh. is how you get them. Go for the children. Yeah. Well, this is, yeah. <laughs> you can't do this now, but just know that in about five years' time, you will have to shave this off as soon as that comes up. Yeah. Uh, the, did you know that the very hungry caterpillar was once called a week with Willy Worm? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my that god! That was going to be the original title. <laughs> I'm just going to put Willy that Worm. over there with the, all the jokes about <laughs> sperm stuff. oil. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a great one. Uh, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien once went to a party dressed as polar bears. That's nice. I don't know why. I don't know how anybody found that out though. It was part of. Well, I assume there were other thing. people at the party. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you yeah, go to a party dressed dress as a polar bear, people are drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody remembering that shit. Do you think? They, uh, do you think they knew that they were? But do you think they planned it, or do you think one turned up as a polar bear and the other one? <laughs> yeah. oh, 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 have to go and change. Should have called the headmate. <laughs> <laughs> that's also what happened when they were writing their books as well. Wait, you're writing fantasy as well? Come on, <laughs> <Yeah>. ridiculous. <laughs> Although, I, I don't know, it, can Tolkien be classed as children's literature? I know that The Hobbit the is Hobbit, kind yeah. of aimed at, like... Well, he wrote that for his kids, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, even then, it's still pretty... It's, it's, there's a big difference between, you know, The Hungry Caterpillar or A Week with Willy Worm and <laughs> The Hobbit, but... <laughs> yeah, well, as we all know, The, the Twits is a hard-hitting novel about beards. Well, yeah, so exactly. Is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Against beards. The dangers of... <laughs> dangers of... <laughs> Yeah. I'm mean, not sure I'd take fashion. To be fair, fashion. he makes a beard sound amazing because you know, having a pee, you find you find a you find a pee in your in your beard, you find the little bits of food, you can just snack uh, all day. Sounds amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it actually, yeah, it's actually a shining yeah, endorsement of having a beard. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure I want to take fashion advice from someone who lived in his shed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else I've got here. Oh, here's another Roald Dahl one. So when he was six, Roald Dahl made his mother take him to meet Beatrix Potter. Potter, who disliked children, told them both to buzz off. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrix Potter hated children. So the person who wrote <laughs> Peter Rabbit. One of the most famous Get children's authors. There's, there's Beatrix. Nah. There's more oh, about Beatrix amazing. Potter, isn't there? Beatrix Potter, she did all her illustrations as well. Mm, and, she, yeah. and like for for example, for Peter Rabbit, she went out and shot a rabbit, and then drew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And she shot a squirrel as well. I think she killed a toad for that the toad one or the frog, or whatever it is. She was just going around murdering animals and then drawing them. Did she kill a whale? <laughs> no, I think she just you know harboured some sperm oil. <laughs> But I haven't had that confirmed. <laughs> Here's an odd one. This is to do with uh, Dr. Zeus. Um, so publisher Bennett Cerf bet Dr. Zeus that he couldn't write a book using only 50 words. He did, and he won $50. That, and that was Green Eggs and Ham. Amazing. One thing, though, why are you challenging a children's author to write a book with less than 50 words? That's not really going to be that much of a challenge, I think. Yeah. Like if it was somebody writing like a historic epic novel yeah. in 50 words <laughs> then it'll be a bit more of a go on mate yeah. do it yeah. do yeah, that is a challenge summarise war and peace in 50 words yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that was much of a challenge 
Yeah, I think that's about. I think it's about it for my trivia. Uh, or uh, no, one last one is that the steps taken by Alice in Alice Through the Looking Glass make up a playable game of chess. So every move that she goes that she makes within the book is related to. So like the queen will chase after who was it? So there's like bits of it. Like I was reading examples where like the queen chases after somebody, yeah. and it ends up being something that a move that the queen oh, can cool. make. That is and cool. Then, yeah. So yeah, wow. Which is that is very intricate, and I don't think yeah. I could ever write something that in depth, <laughs> judging by how what our podcast is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. If you can it's a good job that that through the looking glass was a good book because if it was like a sh- <laughs> if it was a shit book, then he'd just be there going, yeah, yeah, no, but it all makes sense in chess, and we'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if you really think about it, like the, the queen chases, and then it's a move. It's a move, honest. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, Lewis. <laughs> the rook just appears from nowhere. <laughs> but there you go. So there's a bit of really ridiculous uh, trivia for you. That's I, cool. I think my favourite is still Beatrix Potter telling a six-year-old Roald Dahl and his mother to buzz off. <laughs> I love that. She's Buzz off is... that she hated children. She was killing animals to write books for people that she despised. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a miserable life this is. Oh my god. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so um but Howard, you've got you've got a second part. I've of got this, a few things uh, for us. Um lads. Laddie lad lad lads. Lads, 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 lads. Put down your points and let's have a little. Have we been inside so long that we've forgotten how to be blokes? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we ever knew. No. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a thing called the fairy tale? Of course you have. So, I'm here to tell you about some of the more surprisingly dark endings of fairy tales. Amazing um, from, from children's literature. So, lads, have you heard of Sleeping Beauty? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Every night. Yeah, lovely. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> lovely <laughs> Disney tale uh, with a with a prince and a and a and a princess and someone falling asleep because her finger was pricked and all that lovely stuff. Well, in <laughs> in the Italian. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that made me laugh. In the Italian Gian Battista Bastille, but no, okay, okay. That's, it's a difficult one because he's Italian. Gian Battista Basile's version of Sleeping Book Beauty. The king who finds the girl, right, rapes her while she's asleep, okay? And she's asleep because of a splinter that's under her finger. And then that splinter is removed by a baby who is one of twins that she gives birth to whilst asleep. And then that, that oh. baby suckles her finger, removes the splinter, and she wakes up. And then the king takes her away uh, to be his bride. But he is already married. And then that <laughs> wife takes the two twins... And bakes them in pies to to feed to the king. What the fuck? <laughs> that was already so dark. I know. I was going to say, you know, what I the we were hitting a low level with uh, whale hunting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm aware that I've oh opened with rape, God. and I'm sorry about that. But it's just that rape is... and baby baking. <laughs> baby baking. What's the moral of the story here? I don't guess just don't fuck asleep. with anyone ever. <laughs> just stay don't indoors. Don't sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, crazy. Sleep away from kings. 
I'm just going to go through some of the uh, Disney classics. We've got Pinocchio next. Okay. Excellent. Uh, right. So also Italian. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. They seem to have a bit of a dirty mind. Uh, in <laughs> <laughs> Geppetto getting yeah. him to tell lies while bending over. <laughs> so in Carlo Collodi's original version of Pinocchio, so Geppetto makes Pinocchio and he runs away immediately. He goes, I'm not having this. Uh, then he's picked up by uh, some police who take him back to Geppetto, but the police think that Geppetto has been... Uh, sort of interfering with Pinocchio, and oh, God, no. so we jumped, in, and, and so they they arrest him. <laughs> what makes them think this? Just because uh, yeah, what, they yeah. just go, oh, he's still, <laughs> they just go. That his little boy, right. <laughs> that his little, little boy. painted face is always permanently shocked. <laughs> Strange marks on his ever-growing nose. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> So then Pinocchio goes back to Geppetto's house and kills the cricket. So Jiminy Cricket's dead. Oh, Jiminy. Right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. He's gone. And then the last thing I read is he later gets hung from a tree and suffocates. So that's Pinocchio. Isn't that nice? So he, he doesn't become a re- He hangs. He doesn't become a real boy. I guess from his little marionette strings. Suffocates. Which is almost like a crucifixion, isn't it? So, Pinocchio's Jesus. Uh, next. Pinocchio is Jesus. Hashtag Pinocchio is Jesus. I think we've got the name of the podcast episode there. <laughs> <That's> a, <yeah. laughs> uh, there's a, I don't know. I've, I've got so many of these. Maybe I'll just stop some of them. Uh, I'll go, let's, I'll just rattle through them now. All right. And then we, uh, so I'll go for it. We've got the Little Mermaid. So, the Little Mermaid... Uh, in Han Christian Andersen's original story, she ha- the newly legged mermaid uh, walks all the time, but she's in excruciating pain with her leg, with her new legs. They really hurt because uh, nobody can have nice things. Uh, then, then she's told that if the prince <laughs> marries someone else, then she dies and turns into sea foam, which is exactly what he does. He marries someone else. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Does, yeah. she, does he know the stakes that she's playing with? Is he aware that she's going to turn into foam? Because that's a dick move for yeah. you now. But also, if, you, if you're about to get married to someone and some, and some lady just runs up and you go, don't do it, I'll turn into foam. Yeah. 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 Who are you? But if yeah, you did believe talk, it... That, is that a thing? Is that a thing in you, the original book that she can't talk? That she can't talk, wish. yeah. Yeah, that's true. She, take so she can't, she can't take, well, tell him the state. So she's got like, like, a piece of cardboard. <laughs> It's so a, white, a whiteboard, a, white, a wipeable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm miming. It's a podcast. <laughs> we can see it, and that's all that counts. Yeah, I feel I feel part of something. <laughs> uh, okay, Cinderella, lads. Have you heard of Cin- you know Cinderella? Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. in Cinderella, in the in the Brothers Grimm version. Cinderella's eldest sister, in an attempt to fit the slipper on, cuts off her toes, right? Mm. And the other one cuts <laughs> off her heel. Oh, right? of course. How do you even do that and keep the rest of your foot on the ankle? <laughs> <laughs> but then, so they think they're going to get away f- with it, right? But then, they think the, gonna, the reason they... blood pouring out of this shoe. Well, and they think exactly right. Exactly right. So, in both cases... Two doves sent by Cinderella's dead mother 
alert the prince of the blood in the slippers, and that's how they get found out. Of, of, of course, of course. The, the yeah. prince needs a I bird mean... to tell him. <laughs> Mate, just look at her feet. <laughs> just, yeah, just look at the feet. Come on, man. <laughs> tweet, tweet. Look tweet, at the feet. Tweet. <laughs> she has the. Uh, she has the slipper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, if he if he'd been duped by that and got married to her and then discovered, if he's got a foot fetish, he's not going to be happy. It's over. Yeah. Imagine if Quentin Tarantino yeah. tried to. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh, what are these? Tarantino directs. <laughs> oh my god! That the next Disney deep. live action remake of Cinderella. Just an eighty-minute shot sure of the that. ugly sister's feet. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a mashup of Cinderella and Saw. <laughs> um, I'll just do a few more of these lads, little ones. Uh, in some versions of the Three Little Pigs. Uh, the wolf eats the first and second piggies after he blows their houses down. So that's Fair. dead. He's a dead. wolf. He's so got yeah. dead pigs. And the last one, we've got Little Red Riding Hood. Okay, now this is pretty full on. So, <laughs> as if the other one... Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of, a, bit of a cakewalk so far. Infanticide and hanging marionettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is full on. Get ready, guys. Yeah. Strap in. Uh, in some original versions, the wolf arrives to the house early and chops up the grandmother, putting her flesh in the pantry and her blood in a wine bottle. He tells yes. Red, then he tells Red to have something to eat, and she does, unknowingly eating her grandmother's remains. <laughs> yes. Oh my oh, god! Cannibalism. I didn't know that's where we were going. Oh. Yeah. I'd watch that. Uh, so that's that's something, isn't it? Yeah, that is something. I don't know pretty... what it is, but it's something. But obviously they've got sanitised down through the years, uh, which what I waste, unfortunately. argue is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember 20 minutes ago when we were talking about whale genocides? <laughs> Simpler times. Oh my God. Those, those heady days. <laughs> just <laughs> just that. think of all the musical numbers that they're missing out on, though, with a hanging marionette yeah. and, <laughs> and toes being chopped off. The, the amount of musical numbers. I just, like, at some point in history, those, those stories would have been told to children. And they, everyone would have yeah. been like, "Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah." And then she eats her own grandmother. What are you warning no, your no, children I... against? I don't know. Yeah, don't don't. It was make a different puppets. time back then. <laughs> don't we used to have puppets. stories about rape and shows, <laughs> and we would never, we would never be bothered about it. You couldn't do it now, though. Yeah, can't talk about anything time. these days. Luxury <laughs> kids these days can't handle nothing. <laughs> It's all Thomas Tank Engine now. Imagine a dark version of Thomas the Tank Engine. Or Tom- Postman Pat. Imagine a dark Postman Pat. Oh, yeah. What's I in his sack? Delivering body part. parts. Postman yeah. Pat. I mean, he's, he delivers a letter. That's about it. It's got to be... That's, that's the long and short of Postman Pat. There is a, Jess goes missing. There's an episode of Thomas the Tank Engine where they board a train up in the tunnel. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then just leave it there to die. Though. They break up the entrance <laughs> of the tunnel. Just oh leave it there to God. die. Yeah, I do remember that. Yes, they yeah they, they brick it up, don't they? Yeah, they brick up the. Why? Atmosphere. What did it do? Because he doesn't feel like working today. Yes. What? Unionize. <laughs> 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 
unionise the trains. <laughs> trains unite. <laughs> right, what's next? Right, we've got music next. Woo! Oh, music. Lovely this music. Is a, this is slightly more fun. fun than Excellent, the, uh, let's the have some there. uplifting shit. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, bugger it. I've got, and sorry, guys, we've got guests. Oh, we did have guests. We've got guests. We've got guests on the podcast. Can we get you anything, guys? Is there anything in your rider that we, we have forgotten to provide for you? Oh. Ooh, um, uh, uh, ooh. Uh, I would like some perfume in a bowler hat with a plum uh, in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like okay, an- okay, it might take a bit of time, but we can do that. How about you, Sam? A barrel of sperm oil, please. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of nights. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shockingly, those aren't necessarily the most outrageous things that performers and artists have demanded in their, in their oh, riders. Amazing. What that's a segue. That's a, lovely, that's a lovely bit of business. Right there. That was that a was... fantastic segue. I'm going to give that a 10 out of 10. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Nice. He knows Lovely what stuff. he's doing. I've been podcasting for all of three months now. <laughs> Season so pro. pro. Um, well, so yeah, I've got a little list of some of the more outrageous stuff that artists have demanded Amazing. be in their dressing rooms. Um, famously, uh, Van Halen um, ordered a bowl of M&M's with all the brown ones taken out. Yeah, I oh, think I've heard yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the famous one that kind of kicked off this idea that um, celebrities, oh, would, they, they can do this. This was during a 1982 tour. And apparently they only put it in as a test to see whether the promoters actually bothered to read the rider in the contract. Uh, smart. <laughs> uh, thoroughly enough. Smart. Because if they missed out the, the thing about the M&Ms and didn't bother to do that, chances are they missed out the more important stuff in the contract. <laughs> But I mean, not to be outdone, there are plenty of uh, really batshit crazy stuff uh, throughout the years. Uh, Motley Crue, for example, big hair metal band in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. In 1988, um, their rider demanded that they have directions to the nearest AA meeting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, a submachine gun. Oh. A 12-foot boa constrictor. Yeah. <laughs> and a particular brand of mustard. Oh, it was they the planning on attacking the nearest enemy? <laughs> <laughs> Smothering themselves in mustard, carrying the boa constrictor. <laughs> also, it did was... it say in the rider a particular brand of mustard? Like they had to guess. <laughs> We're not going to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> you we want a very, very specific brand of mustard. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Hellman's? No, no. <laughs> Coleman's only. Yeah. Uh, it was actually the mustard that caused the uh, the biggest upset with uh, singer Vince Neil severing an artery in his thumb after smashing a jar of mustard that was the incorrect brand. Well, he what should have specified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, some of the great ah. stuff. A lot, apparently, a lot of white stuff, white sofa, white drapes. But uh, the one that stood out to me was that her coffee must be stirred anti-clockwise. What? How would she know? Okay. I, I think uh, maybe she can taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a Hang very, very specific skill to have. Yeah, yeah. What a shit superhero. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Mm, this. this coffee God. was stirred clockwise. Clearly a <laughs> clockwise <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I can only save people in the southern hemisphere. I hope I got that right. <laughs> Did I get that right? I don't know if I got that right. <laughs> uh, the Bloodhound Gang. We all aware of them? The yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this one I quite liked. The, I mean, they've got the usual um, you know, ridiculous booze and alcohol and food and stuff like that but they also want one fridge magnet of local interest oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice that's really nice that's someone's like a collector yeah. cool. <laughs> just adding to the collection every time that's very very sweet from the band that brought us yeah. the bad touch that's really quite yeah. Britney Spears, in her rider for a particular show in 2011 at the O2, uh, she demanded a fish and chip supper. Nice. Oh. Um, a framed photo of Princess Diana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Um, McDonald's cheeseburgers without the buns. And 100 oh. figs and prunes. Wait, figs and what? Prunes. Got to keep, got to keep regular. You, you do not want that before. That is dangerous before, before going out on McDonald's stage. McDonald's meat and prunes. Like, that is not what you're, <laughs> you're about to go out there. And, oops, I did it again. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is that's a horrible rider. That is horrible. Wow. Apart from the fish and chips, that makes me like her a bit more. Actually, that's quite good. Yeah. How much food is she eating before performing? Yeah, I don't know. That's- the digestive I imagine she's got must quite an entourage. Also, it's quite oh, fun that we're all focusing on the food when in the rider there is quite clearly a picture of Diana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what understandable. That about? We all get that. That's, that should be a permanent fixture on every rider ever. Yeah, yeah. In it needn't be in the... as well. Who was still talking about... In 2011? Yeah. What? <laughs> Maybe she just Did wanted she to... Did forget you know, her own? Bring herself closer to the nation. Was she here? She was here, right? Yeah, this was in the O2, this was in London. Yeah, so she was just wanted to channel her, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly the most elaborate one, this is from Eminem, uh, 2011 show in Northern Ireland. Uh, he demanded a koi carp pond. Where are you going to put that? A, a pond? Yeah. In his dressing room? In his dressing room, a koi carp pond. What? Are you find in Ireland, in Belfast. <laughs> yeah. like, you, is that is that notoriously about? difficult, Sam? We <laughs> 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 never find a carp in Belfast, <laughs> as the saying goes. <laughs> oh, I'm God. sorry if you're listening in Belfast, then you're you're a, a koi carp. Uh, yeah. Sessionado, <laughs> yeah. I've got clothes. I sell carp every day. This is fucking outrageous. I can't stand it. Uh, Anyway, carry on. Don't know why I did that. So sorry. (laughs) Oh my god! I heard I heard one story about someone's rider. Someone I can't remember who. I think it was a stand-up comedian. She was doing um, a performance the day after Mariah Carey. Or or. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. She was doing a performance and, and she had the same agent as Mariah Carey. Uh, but the agent hadn't gone through the rider and changed it sp- like specifically for this artist. So she got to this event and <laughs> so- someone walked up to her with a pile of three towels and went, here are your towels. Like really, really angry. And they had no idea what was going on. Just because there were three fresh towels on Mariah Carey's rider. 
And this person had gone around and found like three pristine white towels specifically for this purpose and they didn't even want them. <laughs> what, what am I going to do with three towels? What does Mariah Carey do with three towels? Yeah, three's too many. I don't know how I'd react if someone angrily gave me three. <laughs> <laughs> Here are your towels. Out of nowhere. Thanks, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Um, five, you, yeah. They smell lovely. I'm, like, I'm going to have to use all three of these now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feel bad. Right, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, we're blasting through this. Alright, okay, okay, right, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I've got a quiz. Of course he's got a quiz. I've got a quiz, I love a quiz. Oh! Come on! Oh, no. Love a quiz. This love a goddamn quiz. This is, is, is going to be right up everyone's street, because we all like cheese. Love it. Oh, yeah. Big yeah? fan. Sure. We're all big fans of cheese. And we're all big fans of Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure the two link in... The two are inextricably linked. So, <laughs> I'm gonna read you the name of something. Yeah. And you've got to tell me if it's cheese or <laughs> if it's a piece of IKEA furniture. That's cool. I like that. So, <laughs> almost We're all like learning. it's cheese or IKEA. IKEA. <laughs> yes. You know what? Points for effort on that one. Yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> Shoehorn that in to this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I spent days researching the <laughs> murder, <laughs> and I went on IKEA <laughs> and Aganda. If if there's a bonus point, if you can tell me what piece of IKEA furniture it is. Oh, nice! Yeah? Oh my god! This is uh, so so good. number How- one, I, I, I'm going to murder the pronunciation on all of these. <laughs> Galunge. <laughs> G U L L U N G E. Is it IKEA or is it cheese? Mm, I'm gonna say. How how does this work? I'll guess answer first, so that I can go the opposite way. (laughs) (laughs) So do we do we just yell out our answer when we just 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 have a think and then then let me know whether it's cheese or IKEA and if you think it's IKEA, what is it? Oh, mate. Well. That's actually, this is more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be quite obvious. Yeah. I, I, I'm, okay, I'm going to answer. I yeah, think that is Ikea. You think that's I, Ikea? And what do you think it is? I think it might be some sort of three-legged stool. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I think I'm, I'm going to say it's... Oh, you go for it. No, sorry, Sam, sorry, you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's cheese. You think it's it cheese? Seems, it seems too long. Glunge. Well, I'm, I'm going to go, Glunge. I think it's Ikea as well. And oh, I would say that it might be a sort of bookshelf ooh interesting ooh. well it is Ikea or so, damn it so that's a so point that's quizzes. a point for, for Howard and for Luke but uh, it's a baby changing mat ah uh, obviously you, do you need to assemble of course. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah gotta unroll it uh, number two Bergkasser oh lovely that sounds Bergkasser. great Bergkasser that's cheese I'm, I'm calling Sam's it cheese. I think I'm going to follow Sam and go cheese, yeah. It's three for cheese, baby. Three for cheese. Three for cheese. It is cheese. Oh, uh, it's God. it's actually a family of cheeses. Family of hard oh. cheeses. Oh, made that's in the sweet. <laughs> that's very cute. <laughs> so that's I didn't know cheese, that. Daddy cheese. 
2.7 little cheeses. <laughs> I didn't realise that. Everyone. I didn't realise that baby bells came from broken homes. <laughs> <laughs> bit of fun. Bit of fun. Smacker. 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 I oh, I'm going cheese. You're going cheese. Spell it, please. I'm going IKEA. S M A K A. Yeah. IKEA. Smacker. Yeah, I'm gonna go IKEA too. That's, that's I, I don't think it is. Scandy. It's a chair. I'm going for Scandy. You thinking chair? Smacker. I'm gonna say it is a ta- like a, a table, like a um, uh, what do you call them? A coffee table. I'm call it a coffee table. Well, it is IKEA. Nice. Uh, it's a cheese slicer. Oh, very good, lovely. Uh, so, so Howard has taken the lead. Yeah, that's okay, you've got three. On. Everyone else is on two. Unlucky, mate. Beigel, Beigel, Beigel. I've seen B y g e l. Beigel. Sorry. B y g e l. Oh, okay. That's not how I thought it was spelt. That changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> The changes of the spelling <laughs> changes everything. Beigel. Oh, that's... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's gonna be wrong. I'm gonna go IKEA. I think it's IKEA. IKEA. What do you think IKEA. it is? Oh, if it's IKEA, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say it's a beigel, beigel, beigel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's a cup, like glass, because you know they do like sets of glasses. That's a good show. Beigel. I've, like oh, I was going to say cheese, but you might have convinced me with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cup as well. It's, it's, no, it's the, I don't know, it's but, the why. I feel like the why is quite new, scandy. It's opened up a whole new realm of thinking. That I, I was just thinking like furniture, like chairs and shelves and tables, but all of a sudden there's... I mean, we did have a cheese slicer. Yeah, so. yeah <laughs> we did, we did. Well, what are you all thinking, Howard? Uh, have you made your choice? I haven't you know, yet, no. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I was gonna. I was just gonna go the opposite for for a bit for a bit of tension. But I think. Ooh. But as we don't know, I will say I want to kill myself. IKEA as well. <laughs> I say IKEA. Uh, what do you think it is? Uh, IKEA Beigel. 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 B y g e l. It's obviously an Australian bagel. <laughs> no. <it's>, um, <laughs> Uh, I'll say it's a- <laughs> Fucking love a good bygle. Horribly offensive. <laughs> no, I'll say it's a- I'll say it's a lamp. A lamp. Oh, oh that's a good go shout. Uh, let's get that tension then. I'll go with cheese for the third cheese. time in a row. <laughs> it's IKEA. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And no bonus points are re- awarded. Fair because oh, it's fair a rolling kitchen cart. Ooh. Made oh. from steel and plastic. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Not what yeah. anyone expected. A rolling no. cart. Yeah, yeah. Mongstad. Oh, I love it. Monk. Spell it, please. M O N G S T A D. Mongstad. Cheese. Cheese. You going cheese? I'll go with cheese as yeah. well. Uh, I'll go IKEA then for the interests of uh, of um, tension. And and what would you say it is? I'll say. What is Mongstad? <laughs> Uh, amongst, uh, I will say that it is a set of knives. <laughs> Ooh, it's IKEA. Oh, oh. it's extending your lead here, Howard. Lovely stuff. Uh, but no, it's it's a mirror. Oh, ah. for one hundred and forty quid. Blimey, wow, what? Very expensive for an IKEA. <laughs> From IKEA. Yeah, yeah. 
You guys haven't been sponsored by IKEA, have you? Is that what they say? <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not being sponsored. We're being sponsored Ikea. by cheese. <laughs> <laughs> IKEA, get in touch. Yeah, please. Send us money. Sardo. Oh, that's a cheese. Sardo. No, I might take that back. One of these has got to be cheese, though. I've had IKEA like three times in a row. Know, yeah. uh, that that, that sounds like really posh Irish bread. Sardo. Sardo. Yeah. Sardo. <laughs> Some Sardo bread. S-A-R-D-O. Oh, Sardo. I I, again, I'll, I'll go, to go with cheese. You're going with cheese. I'll go with cheese. I, I really think that... I, I know there's been lots of Ikea, but I, want, I think I'm going to go for it again. Ikea. Ikea again. What do you think it is? Sardo. Sardo. Um, <laughs> it's a bed. A bed. Yeah. I'm going to say it's, uh, it's some sort of sheep's cheese. Sheep's milk Specifically cheese. Specifically sheep's Sardo. cheese. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't have to be that specific, but I just feel like it's something. <laughs> you like didn't that. have to be that specific, but I'm going to give you an extra point because oh, it is what? a sheep's milk cheese. Well done! Unbelievable! Mm. <laughs> I didn't realise we're getting points for guessing the animals. Oh, ridiculous! <laughs> but... It's a, a mellow sheep's milk cheese, similar to per- Pecorino Romano. Oh. Its extreme hardness makes for very satisfying grating, apparently. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that before. <laughs> Neither Ooh, would I. This grating is oh, so satisfying. Mm, yes. Yeah. Again, oh, again, it's, with it's the, the hardness that does it. The miming again. <laughs> Clapper Hadge. Clapper Hadge. Clapper Hadge. <laughs> I'm going IKEA. <laughs> what do you think uh, it is? Clapper Hadge. Clapper Hadge. Two words. Yeah. Oh, it's two words. It's two words. K L A P P A R. H A J. No, oh, that's Scandi. That's that's IKEA. It's got to be, isn't yeah. it? What yeah. do you what do you reckon it is then? Clapper Hedge, a chest of drawers. I was going to say wardrobe. Um. <laughs> well, in which case, I will say in a bookcase again. Uh, it is IKEA, so that's points all around. Uh, but it is a cute little stuffed shark. <laughs> Oh, in the children's place. I really want one. Bitto. B I T T O. Bitto. B I T T O. I'm gonna gonna go IKEA again. Bitto. What do you think it is? Bitto. I'm gonna say it is. Um, I don't know if you can get. I'm gonna say it's some sort of. Food thing you can get in their shop. I'm gonna, it's, like it's a brand. I'm going to call it, it's a brand, like a, a, an Ooh. IKEA food brand. You know how they get like <laughs> sweets and stuff like that with like the elephant on it. Everybody remembers those, the shoelaces. <laughs> no, anyway, no idea no. what you're talking about. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I'm going to call. I'm going to say it's their it's their sweet brand that they have in their in their food shop. Okay, Bitto. Bitto. Uh, I'm going to go IKEA as well. Okay, and I think it's some sort of cutlery, like a knife or a fork or a spoon. <laughs> Those are your three major <laughs> cutlery implements, so it's got to be one of those. Uh, I'll say it's a red cheese then. Ooh, Ooh. gone specific. It's a cheese. Oh. It's, it's, Howard is running away with this. Uh, I've got a bit of info in this one. It's an Italian cheese made in the Alpine region from a blend of sheep and cow milk. Oof. It can only be made in the summer months when the animals graze on the highest meadows. Oh. 
That was very nicely line. read as well. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> Bitto. How about Vastabolton? Vastabolton. Vastabolton. V A with an umlaut. Vastabolton. S T E R B O T T E N. Vastabolton. Oh no, that's so hard. <laughs> that is really tough. Because you said it with a really thick, I think, German accent, but well, it could I, very I, easily it could be. Very easily be Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I'm, that's the I'm going IKEA. You're going IKEA. Yeah. What do you reckon? What do you reckon it is? Plates. Plates. <laughs> Bastable. Plates. <laughs> I'm going to go IKEA. Okay. What? What do you reckon? Like a laundry basket. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I love how like plates, laundry basket could be either one. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go IKEA as well. I think. Okay. And I will say that it is a chopping board. Ooh, Vastabotten is a cheese. Oh. oh. On Where Wikipedia, from? on Wikipedia, it says considered a must-have for all late summer crayfish parties. <laughs> All those late summer crayfish parties yeah. we got invited yeah, to. Exactly. Get some Vastabotten. <laughs> Fingers crossed they still happen. <laughs> so I must no admit, points for that one. I've never been to a, a, a late a late summer uh, crayfish party without that. Cheese. Oh, if you're not, no. they're a riot. But only yeah. when they have Vastabotten. Yeah, yeah it's Vastabotten. <laughs> How about <laughs> Ost Blamogel? Gesundheit? Ost Blamogel. Ostblamogel. Is that one Two word? Words. Two, Two words. words. O-S-T, Ost, and then B-L-A-M-O-G-E-L. Ostblamogen. The fact that it's two words would suggest Ikea. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Tell I'm that to Red Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so you're saying I, Ikea? I was saying I Ikea. Okay. I'm saying Ikea. Yeah, I'll okay, say Ikea too. Then? Say this it again. This is the last question. Ost Blamorgan. This is the last oh, one. The Blamorgan sounds cheesy though. It does, doesn't it? I'm still, I'm going to stick with Ikea. I'm going to stick with Ikea. Yeah. I'm going to say it's a, a cheese board. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Um, I'm going to say that it is... Oh, Garden, um, just a, like a sh- like a sh- like a shelf, a shelf, a shelf. Excellent. <laughs> a pillow set. Ooh, Ostblamorgan. Oh, bed set would be. That's a good shout. Are you going to change it? No, stuck with it, and it'd be unfair to change it. This one is both. Ah oh, no! Oh, red herring. It's a cheese. That's like you could buy in IKEA. One of one of their three cheeses, Ostblamorgen, Ostprast, and Osthergard. An organic. This one, uh, Ostblamorgen, is uh, an organic blue cheese made from pasteurized milk. Sounds delicious. Mm. So that's that's points all around because you said IKEA. So that's Lovely. excellent. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a Swedish cheese. I'm guessing. You'd, you'd hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so in last place there is Luke with five. Oh, oh yeah, that's unfortunate. And then there's one point in it, but Howard Ooh. gets that. 
Howard is the winner. Oh, yes. Oh. With eight. Thank you very oh, much. Those Jesus from his Ikeezes. Ikeezes. <laughs> Excellent. We found it. We found it. Uh, can I just uh, say very well done on your pronunciation? Uh, yeah. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't, we don't know. <laughs> well, I've done that. Do it. <laughs> it no sounded telling. legit, man. I think we should. Just you should have just ran with that. <laughs> Confidence is key. Uh, that's that. That's what. That's all we have. That's it's it. a fantastic. That's a fantastic format for a game show, and I think you should sell that to Celador. <laughs> <laughs> really good stuff. She's all right here. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yet. That's it. <laughs> So yeah, that's that. That's the podcast. Do you guys want to oh. want to throw some social media at everyone? Like, where can people <laughs> yes. find and listen to you? So, if you if you're going the social media route, you can find us on Twitter on literal lit pod. So at literal lit pod. This is the problem that we have. This is a, this is a recurring thing. Our <laughs> social media is a bit confusing. So, how what's our what's our Insta? Uh, our Insta is at literal literature pod, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then basically, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those, all that jazz. Just type in literal literature and we'll be there. Yeah. Highly, yeah. highly, highly recommend. recommend. Highly when's this, when's, this, when's this coming out, lads? Lots of fun. Huh? When's this coming out? <laughs> this one is coming out uh, next Monday. Next Monday. So. We will have for you then a farewell to arms by then. That's the late. That's the next. Yeah. Uh, the next show that we're going to be doing. So do check Woo. that out. And in which you two will be guest starring in. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. I forgot about that. Genuinely <laughs> <laughs> forgot that that was happening. I thought we were just having a laugh there. I haven't. I'm, I'm geared up for this. <laughs> well, so am I now. Yeah. Now that I've remembered. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for coming on, lads. It's been an absolute riot. Yeah, wow, it was good, it. that. It. Really Cheers, good boys. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. It's been <laughs> yeah, great. Thank you, man. Yeah, this, this we have, we have official great. Friends of the Pod. <laughs> we can say Friends of the Our Pod. very pod. first Friends of the Pod. <laughs> I don't know about first. We have Jack. Oh, we had Jack. Jack's a friend of the pod. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm a friend awesome. of the pod, surely. You're the pod. I'm one of the pods. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I've said pod too many times now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Interestingly, oh, whales travel so around in pods, so we've come full circle. That's where we finish. That's, that's going to be the end it. now. Bye! Bye! Bye, everyone! <laughs> oh, my God, we're idiots. <laughs> oh, oh, so, that was fun. Um, <laughs> we forgot to do the Fez thing while, while Sam and Howard were here. We were just having too much fun. Absolutely forgot. We walked away for like five minutes and then Luke realised we hadn't done the Fez. And we that's had kind no of, idea what we were going to do That's kind of the whole week, point. So. <laughs> here we go. This is us choosing oh. our next, uh, so our next get, topics I, I for get, the week. I, I get two, don't I? You get the two because you did the miscellaneous this week. So there's the Foley, so just so you know. Yeah, we got that. Nice. Smash that. Let's take that one. I will be doing film. Yes. Oh, film. Film. Favorite topic. Amazing. Thank God. I will be doing oh <laughs> children's literature. Hey, that's good. Do we want to redraw? Or are we just going to go two weeks in a row on children's lit. Um. Uh. Nah. Fuck it. 
That's fine. We'll, 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 we'll do that. Are you sure? Yeah, we'll do it again. Don't worry about Are it. Are you sure you don't want me to redraw? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I mean, you can if you want. It's up to you. I'll leave it up to up to you. I'm going to redraw. Okay. Because we've just had lots of very fascinating children's literature facts from, <laughs> from Sam and Howard. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and remove that second one that says film because we don't want to be stacking the deck for ourselves. <laughs> Andy! Yay! You got to do one about me! Did you put that in here? Yeah, there's one in there that says Luke as well. <laughs> okay. I'm a subject. <laughs> Yay! I hope I got Luke. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should have stuck with children's lit. Animals! Film and animals. And Andy. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. I did not know this was in here. <laughs> I feel a little flummoxed and very bamboozled. You're in there. You're in there too. So uh, you can do with that what you want. You can you can either do uh, on something that I enjoy, on on something about me personally. You can ask questions. We can do whatever. I think I might do a quiz. <laughs> Quiz about me. Oh god, I better get them all right. <laughs> I can't believe we got to the fucking fez. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's too funny. Uh, right. Okay. So see you next week, I suppose. Oh. Where our topics will be film, animals, our classic miscellaneous, and Andy, one of the hosts. <laughs> For those Amazing. of you who don't feel you know him well enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Bye bye! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Thank you so much for listening to Voice for TV. If you have enjoyed it, you can find us on Twitter at Voice for TV and on Instagram at Voice for TV. If you search for Voice for TV on Facebook, you can find us there. Special thanks to the lads from Literal Literature, Sam and Howard. You can find them on Twitter, at Literal Lit Pod. That's capital L, literal, capital L, it, capital P, odd. And you can find them on Instagram, at Literal Literature Pod. I have been Andy Cantillon. You can find me on Twitter, at Andy underscore Cantillon, and on Instagram, at Andy Cantillon. Luke! Sort out your fucking socials, mate. Jesus Christ, man. (laughs) Thank you to Jack Smith for the music. Thanks to Jenny Brown for the artwork. And thank you to you guys for listening. Keep doing that. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. (laughs) Absolutely nailed the landing on that. (laughs) (laughs) 